as our first episode, I thought you'd probably want to get to know us a little bit better. So we're going to tell you about our life experiences, being open-minded and promiscuous women who worked in the adult industry and what our lives are like now. In 2018, my sister got me a job at a nightclub and I was working there maybe within 30 days. And then one day, um, a manager was walking, showing one of the new front desk girls around the club. And when they brought her back to the locker room where my position was, I was like, oh my God, she's so pretty. Who is she? And thus, it was Nina. Um, I ended up working at the sex club. Um, did you call it a sex club or a nightclub? A nightclub. Okay, I'll call it a sex club. It's okay. Um, I ended up um, going there because I was going through a divorce and I needed a job that could accommodate being a working parent. And by chance, I came across a Craigslist ad that was in need of front desk girls at the swingers club, and I was lucky enough to be accepted into the club. Oh, she was part of the family. So after about seven months, I was in need of a roommate, and the only person I felt comfortable enough with was Lonnie. However, we haven't even been friends yet. Um, so I straight up just went ahead and asked her if by chance she knew anyone like her that would be, um, in need of a master bedroom because I had one available to rent. Yep. But she asked if I knew anybody that was like me and I was like, no, just me. Cause you know, I, I stayed away from too many people. And, and at the time I was living with my mom cause, uh, she broke her hip, needed replacement as well as her knee. And, and I was looking, I wanted to be out by 2019, you know, new year, new me. And it was perfect time. It was like God sent, no religion, I'm just saying. It was like God sent when she came up and asked me like, hey, I need a roommate, you know, help me out. I'm like, hey, help me out. <laughs> Something like that, you know. Um, I forgot, you said this was around New Year's? Yeah, because I, I remember when my brother was um, working on, it was around the holidays, um, working on fixing the room up so it was okay yeah. so I moved in literally New Year's after New Year's that had to have been around the time that I must have found out Dimitri was autistic it um, had to have been yeah because I remember when I did move in you were doing all the doctor work like bringing him to like yeah, this doctor by then it was like doctor. February of the yeah. following year yeah and oh, okay and so then after while I was working on Dimitri getting treatment then her daughter came to visit and she moved in with us. Yeah, when my daughter wasn't there, my daughter only came and visited me while I was um, just moved in here because the plan was to work while I was staying at my mom's, save money, you know, and try to get out like I did now. And then my daughter eventually moved in with uh, with us. But that's a whole different story of how that happened and what happened. But yeah, so now we got the two little kiddos playing around. So it must be different for you and your son. Well, no, it's been really great having your daughter around because since he's autistic, he really needs to learn from other children, and he's gotten better ever since. That's good. So I'm really grateful for that. And I wanted a daughter, mm-hmm. and I know you wanted a son. Yeah, I wanted a son because it's much easier to go play Pokemon. You know? It's fun to go play Pokemon with a little boy because they get so much more excited than a little girl. Oh, no, my, he's obsessed. Yeah, he's and obsessed. my daughter's really gir- girly and basically it worked out for me because now i can buy nice things and get to dress somebody up yeah like on her birthday like my daughter's birthday nina got like her like the best setup of birthday presents any little girl can get like oh yeah thankfully she well she's starting fresh so yeah it was worth it you know but it also worked out also because when my daughter did move back in i didn't have any clothes for her because like i said that's a whole different story so like we had to go to Marshalls, saving money to find clothes, and I'm I'm having I always have a hard time finding girl clothes. Thankfully, Nina was there, and she got she got better girly swag than than I do. It's okay. That's just what we feel comfortable <laughs> with. It's it's okay to be different. Um, but we've been really lucky because I know a lot of mothers aren't able to find friends that they could trust to rely on each other with taking the kids to and from school, doctor's appointments, and having someone watch them while you go to work. Yeah. It's 
we've been very lucky for how things turned out. My baby just showed up. Yeah, and also it also helps a lot with the schooling during math because even I don't care what grade it is, I'm I'm horrible with math. Like, and I'm not I I could use a calculator, but I don't want my daughter saying, "Hey, my mom can use a calculator. I can use a calculator." Thankfully, because Nina's really she's good with math. She should be a tutor, but. It's just funny because I did talk with the neighbor and she said that she wasn't surprised that we were having a hard time. This was before COVID where um, we had to basically help each other's kids with the schoolwork because for some reason they'll have more respect or they'll at least listen to the other person instead of their actual parent. Yeah. So I don't know. What that's I think about. It, I think my daughter listens to Nina so much better than she Oh my god. My daughter acts like I'm her friend. And then once Nina raised, like, gets that mom, Nina has a mom voice that would even scare, scares me. Scares me. You know? But yeah, my daughter would be like, no! But she listens. She listens to me. Yeah, it's for the best. Yeah. You know, you'll, you'll thank me later. <laughs> I <laughs> promise. <laughs> yep. Anyways, besides helping me with my daughter, which I'm very appreciative of. We were still, like, fresh in our friendship. And I think what made me decide, like, okay, we're going to be really good friends, like, maybe best friends, is that one day, it actually happened twice. Not once. I was in my room, and I hear this bloody murder scream, like, why? And I'm, like, I stumble out of my room, like, what is going on? She's, like, the toilet is flooding. And I'm, like, oh, my God. I was, like, I got you. I got you. But I think it was more funny because, Listen, I was not equipped. (laughs) I, I cannot fix anything in this house. No. I, I need help. Now, you know, it's only when a friend, you know, has is comfortable enough to ask another person to unclog their toilet for them yeah. when they're, what's inside the toilet is coming outside the toilet. You know what I'm saying? That's when I know. I was like, okay, now this is like, I'm, this I'm is like forever. part of you right now. <laughs> so I helped forever. her with that another time was I, I, I didn't know how I was going to help her in this. Same situation. I don't know if I was cooking or I was just chilling. She was getting ready for work. And I hear this, this scream. She's like, Ronnie! And I'm like, oh, no. So I stumbled. I run. And I'm, like, looking inside. And I'm like, what is it? What is it? Okay. Yeah. It was because, <laughs> listen, I was doing my makeup for work one day. And it was, obviously, we work night shift. And I went to put my makeup bag down, and all of a sudden, when I turn around, I, you know, I'm usually in the dark. I know where everything is, but there was a shadow in between my bed and the wall, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And when I flipped on the light, I started yelling out to Lonnie <laughs> because I didn't know how to process this. I love animals. I don't care what it is, but there was a decapitated rat literally on my bedroom floor and I'm guessing my lovely midnight that's our guest right now took care of it when we obviously didn't hear it come in <laughs> yeah that I it took me a while to find out because I thought it was a roach and I don't I like roaches I don't oh like my crickets. god that's right yeah I'm looking <laughs> I'm looking on the ceiling and she's telling me to I look, look down, down look and down. I'm like I, I, I'm getting I'm getting a little like panicky like I, my panic because I thought it was gonna come closer to me so, so I'm, all the flying ones yeah so I'm halfway inside her room like creeping in like and, you know like I can fix a toilet I could I can cook a mean meal but bugs no and then I look down. It was gross. It was it like was gross, a man. bloody murder scene, and I was like, yeah. I, I don't know how I missed that because it was a, she, a good amount of blood. Walked, on the, I walked right past yeah. it. Yeah, I literally had to walk over it because I had to walk to here to drop off the bag, and it was over there. Yeah, it was literally right by the door, and like I, I see. I guess that's the last thing you expect your brain to pick up. So we probably that's why we probably didn't notice it. Right yeah, I away. needed to process it. That's why yeah. I didn't. I just needed you there, and for I, me to like just take it in. Well, we just yeah, saw no, because I, I picked it up. It was fine. Yeah, it no, was just I've never witnessed that before. For yeah, sure. she's lucky her cat didn't bring it on the bed. Oh god! Or yeah. like, oh, oh man! God. Like, thank I, you, Mama. Don't do that. Because when I looked under her bed, I was like, yeah, it, you could see it was like smeared, like freaking Freddy versus Jason in there. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. But I told her I was like, I I don't know what to do. So I like walked. I was like, I I'm not picking it up. I can't. It's okay. She I ended up picking it up after when she calmed down. She just, you know, swept it up and, you know, 
you know, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. Um, but back to the club, there was something that I forgot to mention, and it must have been fate that we were trying to pull into each other or something because I ended up finding out um, there was a moment when I heard that in the back where she works, they make more money. So I tried to see if there's any way that I could work with her in the back, but they denied me because I was really good at my job and it was really difficult to find people that were as reliable and could take on the pressure of working in the front. And then you ended up mentioning it to me when we were living together, which fast forward later on, that you had asked if I could work with you. Yep. And they also denied me. (laughs) I don't even think they went to tell her that Lonnie requested you to back there. I never knew until you told me. That was the funny thing about it. Yeah, no, they're like, we'll find someone for you. They're like, we'll find someone for you. And I'm like, very hard to find someone to work with that's like, you know, it's not like a job where anybody can work. I mean, people hear sex club, working the locker room, they think, oh, that's the easiest job ever. I'm like, no. Not even. It's, you have to be, like, it's, it's detail-oriented, consistent, yeah. fast, efficient. Mm-hmm. It's it's and, a lot of stress on both positions, but yours is a lot of labor. Yeah, and, like, all I needed was somebody that, like, could fill out paperwork, like, because what we had to do is you had to assign the lockers and give the customers um, their their locker number and you have to write that down and keep it organized because one wrong mess up can mess up everything and I was like you know what Nina I see her when I'm like on break or need to smoke a cigarette which I quit by the way well, I need to smoke a cigarette and I see her she works hard she works hard and I was like okay I need someone like that in the back and I requested to a manager when it was like we had our busiest nights coming up because certain nights are super busy. Yeah. And I was like, can can Nina come back here? And he's like, he goes, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I, we'll find some, we'll find somebody. And that person they find for me is either they're always drunk, they're stealing. And it's like, hell, come on. Let me work with somebody I request. Cause if I'm comfortable, I'm basically like in charge back there. Yeah. I don't like anybody else coming back there. If they're going to throw off my swag, I was like, I need to pick. Because I worked with my sister before. I'm sure there's a system to it. Mm-hmm. You know, however, you can go by as fast as you can. Because that line, yeah, as will just grow. It's like once very you, quickly. Oh yeah, it can grow. Like it can, and people get mad because I think people are on like male enhancement pills. Maybe you know, like Halloween. Oh man, and like I just need someone quick enough to sign people in, and then stop, and then run to the back and be able to like, you know, move like and. Nina looked like an active person, so I was like, okay, she probably works out. She could probably get going. She could probably be like, pew, pew. I, like, you know. When it's, I- it's just, it's such a clusterfuck in the beginning of the club, and then it just immediately will shift to the back because you have to remember that once it gets crowded, we could run out of lockers. Oh, yeah, we don't want that. And by the time that they're inside, they're ready to get undressed, put their stuff away so they can just party. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you and it it needs to be a smooth process. If you have someone that's not as fast or not as efficient, it's a total nightmare. It could ruin your night too because your tips. Oh yeah, it all right. matters like how you move, how fast you can get to somebody to take your tips. Like I said, I mentioned Halloween. Oh god! But that night is always oh, like overcrowded. Yeah, yeah. I even lost my voice trying to keep everybody in line organized. I felt like I was a sergeant trying to keep his cadets. Like, dude, it was it was it was so many people, and like the guy that I was working with at the time, he was always drunk. So like, I would ask him to do something, and he'd be just like, "What?" I I remember you saying that, but I'm glad that he let you have all the. T- that was was that, that the was same my, night that, that was, was your no, birthday? No, no, that was that was Halloween. And my birthday was when um, <laughs> actually, see, I don't really. I stopped drinking. I quit drinking, which you know, I because I was really bad into it. And that one night, I decided to take one little shot. I'm talking about not oh, a whole that sh- night. It was my birthday. <laughs> And, um... That was the breathalyzer night for yeah, all of us. Yeah, we got a breathalyzer. And by the way, it was also very busy that night, too, on my birthday. Yeah, that night was insane. Yeah, because it was a Friday night. Nights, it was a Friday was night, night slash Saturday. So, I get a breathalyzer test on my birthday. Are you serious? I was like, of course something. Not a lot comes up, but, like, 
the guy that I was working with, he blew way over driver living. I mean, I'm talking about heat. Well, when I blew, I turned up positive and I hadn't drank in three years. So that made me livid. I mean, if they weren't changing the thing and whoever blew in there, because everybody, I feel like, drank. Like, no no doubt about it. And, uh, yeah, she told me when um, this was before I moved in, we were talking on the phone. She's like, yeah, I, I blew I blew up positive. I'm like, how is that possible? I don't know. But I was livid. And, but like you were saying, how it was hectic that night, you can't rush the process mm-hmm. of her position because one wrong number and you could accidentally give your locker to mm-hmm. someone else. And this is your belongings, your your passports, your ID, your cash, yeah. your cell phone, your car keys. You can't mess that up. You need to just be patient. Yeah. It'll so. happen. Yeah, no, that's like a serious, like, we've had some mistakes. That, that was when I wasn't even involved with the signing up paper, but, like, we'll have somebody that can't see, and they'll write the wrong number down, and I open the locker, and I'm like, and the guy's like, this is not my stuff. This is not. Oh my god, really? That's happened a few times. I don't want to say any names, but... No, I get it, I get it. Blind. Oh, for real? He can't see the paper, so he's writing, and, like, he writes sometimes the wrong number down, and it messed out. Or sloppy handwriting. Like, not sloppy, but, like, if you can't... If you write your numbers, you have to make sure your numbers look like numbers. Like, don't make your sevens look like ones, or... Your zeros look like sixes. You got to complete that because sometimes people. <laughs> oh, that's write, bad though. Yes, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I don't know, know how you make a six there that knows how when people make a zero. Sometimes they do a little swirl. I can't. A no. Swirl. Need it. Like I don't know. <laughs> you I don't need to say, give like, me a I, math I, on what what these numbers look like <laughs> and what they're supposed to be. Yeah, like I don't I know. Lie. Like I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna be like that person. But yeah, when I first started working there in the back room. I have that type of handwriting that's like quick. So chicken scratch. Yeah. <laughs> so the, I'm like I'm panicking. It's my first time working there. I'm panicking. So I'm like trying to be as best. And the people that are training me, they're like, listen, the same thing like Nina said, do not rush it because mm-hmm. you know, it's oh, it's very easy to mess up. Yeah. It's just that's why I said people need to calm down. I know that you said that some of them are on pills, and yes, I get it. They're older, oh, but. Man. You know, especially think about it. If you also have the people that try to sneak in, if you don't have the number for your locker and you sneaked in and you put it in without a number, at the end of the night, if you had too much to drink, how are you going to remember which was your yeah. locker? Or there's like there's hundreds of lockers in there. How would we know? Yeah. And and, and if you did, we didn't lock it after you put it yep. in and ran out. Somebody else can just get in and get your stuff. Like yeah, to us that's an occup- that's an open locker. So yeah. if we go back there and like we don't see that it's filled in and that there's stuff in there, we're gonna think that was from like okay, we're gonna have to bring it up to the front because and then you're gonna get back like or whoever snuck in is gonna get back and they're gonna be like who stole my stuff? Who stole? I put it right here. Well, you gotta take that up with the front desk because <laughs> now all that stuff is in their hands because if there's no identification, we don't go. Through stuff so we're not going to pull out identifications but if there's no label on our paper that that locker was taken Mm -hmm. stuff has to go right up to the front that's like oh yeah and um also if you did sneak in i'm saying if you snuck into the locker room now if you're sneaking in from the actual entrance of the club then that's a whole different scenario too because everybody's supposed to have a certain color band Depending on if you're single or taken. Yeah. And, you have and then if, and, and then we also have to put on your actual member number and your member number has to match your bottles. And if you rushed and somehow didn't have your bottles labeled and you just give it to the bar, how they're going to know what alcohol is yours. Everybody's we bringing that like bottle home later. <laughs> Real shit. Like, uh, how are we going to know which one's yours? Everybody's bringing Hennessy yeah. Grey Like, you can't rush this process. We uh, we don't want to make it hell for you, just so you know. We're trying to get you in and out. Okay? Yeah. If it takes time, if there's a reason for it. Yeah. I don't know why people don't know about patience. I think that's because they're ready to party. Patience. They're ready to party. That's yeah. just it. That's all that's in their mind. Yeah. They they don't give a fuck about anything else. Yeah. So just don't, like, I mean, if you ever go to a sex club that has a locker room, just, you know, just take care of your locker room attendant and, like, you know, don't pressure them. Don't don't piss them off. Don't 
upset them and don't you'll be taken care of last. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's happened to me before. (laughs) Okay, let me tell you. I know this is so this one day, uh, one night. I don't know, but there was this bitch. I'm talking about. Oh, it was a girl. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This guy and this girl. And for some reason, she can't. She I don't even know. if She started drinking. She was pre-drinking, but she came in there and she was giving me an attitude. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And her her man was like, stop, stop, because he's probably (laughs) sad at you. Yeah, he yeah. He's like, stop, 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 stop. You don't. Yeah. Some other people come in. I was like, okay. See, I always put customers first. Customer service, big thing. But if you're the way she was being so disrespectful to me. There was that point of the night where it's just like, you can't take it anymore. Like, it's just like, okay. Okay. So I, somebody open. Yeah, it's that time (laughs) of night when it's just like, you came at once the rush was done and you want to give me an attitude after I just served like 150 people. All right. So I went and I opened someone else's locker. Her man was like, stop. So I guess he, I don't speak Spanish, but I guess he was explaining to her, listen. You don't, you, there's be a chance when that rush does come back in, cause that rush does come she back in the second night when everybody's <laughs> about to leave, that rush comes in and people are ready to go. There's a chance you're going to be last. So he comes on and pulls me aside and he plans to be $15 in tips, like $15. And he's like, I'm sorry. I would have looked at her and been like, "You're so fucking." I would have shot yeah, her the yeah, money. Exactly. Like, I was so like, I would like. I went to the tip jar. I went to the chip jar and I like, I pat it and I put it in there. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, okay, what locker number do you have? <laughs> but yeah, don't don't be rude. Like it's just like it's stress, especially after that 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 peak. Like mm-hmm. you know, and like tip them. It's just like you know, that's your stuff. That's your belongings. And if you want to get in and out fast. Mm-hmm. The best tippers, like, I had this one guy, every night he came, he always tipped us 80 to $100. Nice. So, I always stop, I know what locker he is, pew, pew. Like, that was my favorite customer at all. Like, they know what's up. And, like, that one day I did not serve him right away, so it was busy. Mm-hmm. The tip goes down. It went down to, like, 20 40 bucks. I mean... God. But if you're on top of it, they're like, well, at least he didn't sneak in that one guy that was a good tipper. Because, you know, obviously, if you're also a good oh. tipper, there's a chance that you're probably, like, a regular, oh, and you yeah. might be on one of those, like, private lists. Yeah. And he didn't try to sneak in, then you wouldn't have to deal with security and all that. But I do feel like you should always have security in the front and in the back. Yeah, because there could be fights and touchy-grabby guys, single men who can get touchy-grabby. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We work at a, well, we worked at a swinger sex club, but let me be specific. This is not a brothel. And for some reason, a lot of guys that come from out of the country don't understand that you do have to ask for permission. Mm-hmm. You have to see if the person actually likes you. Like, you mm-hmm. can't just do whatever the fuck you want. That's not what you're paying for. You're paying to have the privacy to get into the club. It's a swinger, swingers right. club. I mean, so it's it's a lifestyle, basically. It's not like you're going there and you're guaranteed to yeah, have sex with Yeah, if you're not going to act right, like, yeah, we'll gonna, ban you. Yeah, that too. Like, <laughs> like security real. will get, you know, they were on top of their stuff if I, like, if I saw something suspicious, say if she walked from the front and she saw something suspicious. Yeah, we have to all help each other because yeah. in these clubs, I don't know about other ones, but in ours, we're not allowed to have cameras. Mm-mm. So, I mean, there, there's a lot that staff does that's not really on our job description. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know you said before that we didn't have enough space security but i thought yeah, we did none. it's just that we're all doing extra jobs mm-hmm. you know what i mean and um i think a lot of people when they come in they they think that we have a lot of fun all the time no we have to be super vigilant mm-hmm. and constantly doing a bunch of stuff to keep the process going yeah, definitely there's a lot that not. comes into working in the in the club like that yeah definitely was not a lot of security guards there like that was the only problem like i caught myself being security in the back like they should have one posted up at different positions like especially the front desk because there's yeah. people that sneak in when it's very busy if you don't have at least two security guards up there because there's two doors you know yeah out from the outside to the inside and it's from the off like where they check in at to inside the club if they don't have a security guard standing there and maybe at least two in the back and then maybe by there's the bar. so much that can go wrong and in the front the thing is we have to always check for if they're over 21 
again, people that are coming out of the country don't understand that um, even if you're 18, it doesn't matter because here people bring in their own alcohol. So even if you don't drink, that doesn't mean that someone else isn't going to offer some. So, yeah, sorry, guys. That doesn't fly here. But I have caught a lot of things that it's so funny because on the IDs, I try to be so vigilant. And there's been times where we have to also check male, female and all that stuff. And what do you call those people? The DMV people will mislabel it. So everybody should check their IDs. You'd be surprised what it says on your IDs. That's like my mom's <laughs> voter's card. My mom's voter card. It doesn't. Her race says the um, that she's black. Yeah. Well, and, I've seen women say male on their IDs. Yeah. And, and I told like, my mom, I was like, "Come on, have you like checked like to see if you're labeled like a male or different yeah. like brown hair or like brown eyes? Because my mom has blue eyes. Yeah. I was like, because. After seeing that mistake there, I'm like, how are you? You never know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's. Listen, when I had my ID done, this guy was using glasses and then a separate glass thing. So I was like, oh, well, now I know my picture's going to be shit. It's okay. I was like, I'm accepting this fate right now. But like, then one time, like, when you um you had people come in, like, guys bring in different girls, but if they're coming as couples, oh, it has my to God. match the, yes. the person inside the. Depending on how the account is set up, Basically, you might have difficulty adding on girls to your account, and discretion is such a big thing. And again, this was part of having a hard time finding other people to join the front desk crew. If you're not discreet or if you're not vigilant with that stuff, you're going to screw up the whole account. I see. I can't imagine doing that, though. System work or... You don't want... You don't want one of us mentioning like oh this isn't the girl you oh came yeah with last time. yeah you don't want to have like some other girl <laughs> oh to be like your wife and is you're there. with your wife this time <laughs> like, and be like oh well this isn't stacy yeah okay. no oh god some of these girls oh it's... man i can't imagine and it's so stressful because i'm just like uh-huh. okay hi i can help you like i will try to shift the customers towards me trying to fix the issue uh, how oh, i God. am how i am i would just be like stressed i'd probably laugh like not, not laugh but like <sighs> holding that laugh like no it's it's a lot like you'd be surprised yeah. what we have to take care of anyways um but you also you worked at strip clubs too right Yes, I did. I was a waitress at one. I tried to be a dancer for a few hours only, <laughs> like, at another. And then at the last one, I was a door girl. Was it, like, is it different working at, like, the, the sex club that we were working at together? Cause pre- or is it pretty much the same? Because, like, I never worked at a strip club, but the ones I went to, like, the VIP champagne room, eh, it was pretty, you know, pretty raunchy up in there. That's usually what it <laughs> all in all, it's a it's a job, but there are differences, of course. I mean, I think the biggest thing is that the clients can treat you so differently depending on the position that you have. And I was surprised because if I was a client, I would be super sweet to whoever is the one that's going to give me a dance. Yeah. Like, this is the person that's going to spend time with you and have fun with you. So I I don't understand that, but I know it also depends on the kind of person that the dancer is, the client, and the club. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. I know there's some pretty well put together strippers. Like I've been, like mm-hmm. I said, I've been to plenty plenty of strip clubs. Go strippers. go up north to West Palm. I would highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go a little bit more north. I'm not gonna say that. Never mind. I'm saying like North Carolina, but then it gets like strip clubs inside of uh trailers. Like, I remember what? when I was traveling, okay, no, <laughs> no hate on anybody, but, like, when I used to travel, I used to take road trips, and I don't know if it was Pennsylvania or, like, one of those states going up there, but I have a picture of it somewhere on my phone. It was a strip club, and it was in a trailer. I like, like, do you I, mean, I was like, like I really wanted, like, I really wanted to go in there, like, I don't know why, because I'm, like, you wait, know, I love the nightlife. Time out. I just want to see what When you like. say trailer, are we talking, like? It Just, was a trailer. Like, like white trash? Not like, that trailer? like that it, it was trailer? like in the middle. It wasn't like, it was literally like, you know, when you go to like a construction site or if you see Yeah, it, and that like, shit. That's what we're talking like, about. The same thing right yeah, now. yeah. So you see like no, the trailer. It was like there imagine. and it was like, it was That's a strip club. That was a legit strip club? Yeah, it had the signs and everything on there. And I don't know, like, I was like, I really wanted to see what it was like on the inside, but 
it was there, I was like, oh my god. I took I a picture and everything because it was like, I really... Well, I know it's going to be different there. I don't think they do full nude like they do they here. They don't. I was very careful about whenever I was offered something, and I'm sure you've had offers, even at where we worked at. Oh, um, yeah. Because there was um, one particular time where a lot of people kept asking, why didn't you take up this offer? It's a ton of money. And I was like, because how can you expect me to take money from these girls when here in South Florida, they have to get fully nude on stage? I at least, mm-hmm. at least majority of the ones that I know, you yeah, have I to. Know, I don't think I've seen And I don't have to take off my clothes at all. And, like, it's not, it's not right. So it's like, it's like basically um, being a waitress at a hotel, uh, not a hotel, but a restaurant and another waitress stealing your table. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's Ugh. basically that. super disrespectful. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to step on anybody's toes with that. Yeah, no, because that's where they came to work that night and... And, you know, my dad warned me about that, too. I know this is going to sound weird. But my dad <laughs> did call me um, before because he knew I worked at adult clubs. And he did mention when he thought I was a dancer, which was so funny because I wasn't a dancer at the time. But um, he said that no matter how much money I make to keep it hush-hush because he did have a friend <laughs> that was a dancer and she got jumped because she was the one making the most money. Oh, I heard a lot about that. Like, <laughs> even, um, oh man, it was like, I was listening to... And she ended up in the hospital. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, she actually... Yeah, like, I heard a lot about that, that people get jumped, you know, that fights do go out and stuff like that. It really depends on the situation because it's also... I know this is not, like, a rule in the strip club business, but it is a thing where you don't steal another dancer's client. I know that sounds weird because obviously everybody's there to experience whatever the fuck. Yeah. But no, there are some guys that strictly will come into the club to see one specific dancer. Mm -hmm. And I have heard of stories where some new girls don't care. And it's... That's a low blow. It's bad, like, putting blades in the heels of their shoes when they leave their lockers open. And Ooh. so when they step in it. Yeah, it's like, a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So, yeah, um, people people can get pretty crazy when it comes to a lot of money being lost. Well, especially if that client <laughs> is, like, a big ball of But that's what I'm client. saying. A it's lot like, of money being lost. Yeah. People get fucking crazy. Yeah. At least women do (laughs) girls are crazy women are crazy also one big difference was that i actually have been given more respect working in the adult industry than having a regular job when i actually had to deal with sexual harassment which i find ironic and it's like oh i remember when i started working at dunkin donuts and you mentioned that was like what your first job and yeah that was one of them yeah yeah see that dude at least work in entertainment business. It's not much needed for sexual harassment since, uh, you know. Yeah. We see it all the time. Like you said, a live porno. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what like, working on the sex club was with a live porno. Also, it's frowned upon to date staff, at least. You know, even in, even in our job, it was the same thing. So oh, I yeah, guess we had to sign a paper. We couldn't fraternize with anybody, like yeah. well, customers no. or other, you know. But at least when you're working in the strip club, I'm pretty sure dancers can date managers. Speaking of managers, this one manager I'm at a strip club that I went to often. And Carrie was pretty crazy. He was wilded out. He was a hoe. He was a hoe. He was a hoe that anything he wanted because he owned that. He, I don't think he owned it. Because I think there's a difference between owner and manager, right? Yeah. 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 So he was just managing the place. He had the girls. He had the money. He had the drugs. I mean, he seemed like a fun guy. And at least he wasn't that bad looking either. Oh, God. No, I would still be so careful. I, I don't trust nobody. Like, yeah, because if you fuck up with that manager that you're fucking, excuse my French, but you can lose your job. Yeah, if it, I'm not. one call, like, that's like that's like Russian it's, roulette right there. It's too much to worry about. It's not worth it, guys. If Ladies, if you see a fine-ass manager, just, just walk away. <laughs> like, keep it moving. You're there for the money. That's it. You don't lose your job. Um, also, I'd be super careful 
Um, there is a downside to all of these clubs, and it's the addiction. Uh, it seems like a lot of people can't stop coming oh, yeah. to these places. Oh, yeah. That's it's really sad. It's alarming. Yeah. It's like um, my relationship was more closer with the, the customers that went to the sex club because, you know, it wasn't just in and out like they check in at the front. They, yeah. We literally 100%. engage with them. And they literally even said, like, coming from their mouth, that this is an addiction. Like, I can't even imagine how they feel right now during this COVID. Now that, yeah, I didn't that, think about that before. Woo, like, if they said as much as, like, these people come every, we were open yeah, Every, Wednesday. almost every day that we were open, unless yeah. it was, like, Even, so like, some maybe. of the slow nights, they'll be like, oh, well, we were bored and we decided to get our fix. Just like, jeez. And, like, I can't imagine the money that accumulates from that, like. Oh, yeah. You know. Also spending well, we give we used to give away free condoms, so we can't even add it. But people brought their own but condoms, still, so that the adds monthly up. Monthly and the day fees are still pretty yeah. steep. But I guess now during COVID, they're probably doing the same thing that the fetish factory members provide those private parties. Yeah, because I know, yeah. like on what is it STC, they have like you know it could be like the meeting, like not meeting groups, but like a little get together. Yeah, well, they have them at different clubs, but those people, the members themselves, I know have private parties because we know someone that gets invited, if you think about it. She's even invited me to come, and I'm like, oh, man, if I can meet Brian. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. See, like, I like I knew about, like, even the, the customers at the club. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, so but I know, like, customers at the club, they used to invite me to, and um, some of the members, or not members, but the people that work there, some mm-hmm. of the people that work there even still went to, like, their parties on their, their cruise ships and mm-hmm. yachts or whatever, or, like, parties. And I mean, like, I mean, that must be fun, though. Oh, yeah, she says it's fun. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I, like, old me, like, old me back in the day me, I down. can't believe I never heard of a sex club was, like, oh, a really? real thing. Oh, no like, about that. Like, <laughs> no lie, no, no lie, no, no cap. But, shoes, I would have probably had fun. Mm, Not anymore. No, I hate going like, out. I'm, you know, I still hate going out. I used to love I'll do it for the out. money. That's yeah. about it. <laughs> like, I've oh. always been about the money. Yeah, it's the truth. Like, I don't like fucking going out. Just bring your own bottle. You don't have to worry about, like, yeah, yeah, tip your bartenders. It's convenient. Tip, for tip sure. your bartenders, even though they're not supplying the, you're supplying your own liquor. They're still busting their ass. But still, you don't have to pay, like, $7 a shot or, like, even more. It has to be more cost efficient. Bring yeah, your bring your own bottle and like, like go trying to buy a freaking... bottle at the clubs. Oh, the bottles are expensive. That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. Especially at the clubs or the strip clubs, but it's the experience. Like I loved ordering a bottle. I don't know when if you ever did the bottle I've specials. I've only went and, like, once to a club and that was it for me. So like, the, I love when the strippers come out or the waitresses they come out with the sprinklers, the sparklers on the bottles. And they got like, sexy outfits on. Yeah, and like it's like shining. It's like woo. Like sometimes we'll order like two bottles, one bottle, and like it just be like. Was it a lot? Yeah, so maybe like one hundred and twenty-five dollars, maybe more for a maybe bottle. more a bottle. Depends on what you get. I think last time I spent was like a hundred. 25 maybe 150 but then again i went to a, the raunchy club i don't drink so the, the prices sound a lot but maybe they're not they really oh, are I like you go buy a bottle of hennessy for like what 50 bucks maybe less oh, okay. versus okay, you know a hundred dollars more yeah yeah so or like triple and but like and then when you Fuck go into a club <laughs> like a nightclub like it, it, they, you order a drink it's like but you have to make sure you keep covered because they are expensive. It's like eight bucks, ten bucks for just a couple drinks. That adds up. It adds up. Thank God, like I knew people that you know helped take care Hook of it up. some people. <laughs> so, but like, the, like, and it also depends on what kind you get. If you get like top shelf, middle shelf, oh yeah, bottom shelf, I get that. But I don't even know. Sorry that like threw everybody off. Like we just started talking into that. I don't know where that came in from. But we were talking about um addiction at a sex club oh yeah it's sorry serious. about that sorry for yeah. steering <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll like get into our own conversations we'll talk we're the same people but like you know we're different i don't know like we're we generally questions. we have the same for each kind other. of personality just yeah. slightly different like i'm a night i used to love going out not anymore but i always hated going out <laughs> so it's like training in these ways and not going out but no i don't like going out anymore I don't know how you could. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like if like I would have not went out, 
I would have probably saved so much more money, like, back when I was, like, in 2008, I was 18 years old. Starting from when I was 18 years old, when I started going out to, like, when I was 20, I think I stopped going out when I was 27. With that weird gap of how much money I spent on party favors, drinking, Uber rides, cab drives. You know how much food I could have bought that day? <laughs> food? Food? <laughs> the amount of food that I had to buy after drinking all night? You have to buy some food at downtown or something? Oh, like, that adds what? up. You just remind me, I don't have energy for this. I sleep a lot. If you ask her, I well, sleep a lot. I mean, I sleep a lot, too. So, there's no way I could even do that whole process. But, yeah, I, well, did. that's what I said when I went out with the party favors. Party favors kept me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, not promoting any of this, by the way. Nobody go and, you know, decide, hey, seems like fun. Oh. Uh, but going back to um, yeah. how the how these people are probably handling it during the COVID situation. There would be people of all ages, from 21 to literally, no lie, 95. Yeah, it's a full scale of people. Yeah. Anyways, like, you know, it, these people were totally different, though, also in the club. It would be like Jekyll and Hyde. They will come in all presentable business attire or or it could be straight raunchy, though, like fishnet outfits and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a lot. I was going to say, wasn't there like a, um, uh, what's that called? Oh, shit. Sorry. What? You didn't drop any names? No, okay. no, 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 We're no, not no, getting no. We're not <laughs> dropping names here. <laughs> no, like when you come in, you have to wear a certain, like, a dress attire, like a... Oh, well, there is a dress code, of course. Okay, there is a dress sloppy, code. I could not think about it. But you could it. be Unless sexy. you're a girl. Yeah. No, no, even girls. Like, you can't dress sloppy, that you can't be in sweats. Yeah. Sorry. Then I'll get kicked out. I'm just kidding. Yeah, like, but, um, you can't. No. But you can wear raunchy uh, shit. Because we've had people that literally just came in, uh, the fishing outfits were literally, like, there's nothing oh, else yeah, covering. I love when they wore the trench. thong under. I mean, like, straight up just. Uh, yeah, I used to love when they, the girls, they would wear the trench coat. And be, oh, like, it's when so they go cute. In, yeah, yes. and then they, they come yes. back to the back, and they're just like, I just got this jacket. I'm like. Hello. I've asked people where they got some of those. So I was like, yo, that's hot. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's crazy how, like, you get all these presentable people. I'm talking lawyers, cops, doctors, uh, psychiatrists. Yeah, you'd be surprised teachers. at the kind of people that we get in these clubs. Yeah. They're not, like, some 18-year-olds that are just 40 and ready to, like, no. No. No, not at all. That's why you like, know it's an addiction. Like, I remember one time reading a book, and this guy comes in, and he's, like, talking about his profession. And then later that night, that's why I said Jekyll High. Later that night, this man is butt wild, and like you would never expect how he was talking about this book, breaking it down. Like you know, I'm like, you must be like a psychologist or like a oh, that, was that the kind of book you were reading? Because you well, didn't mention yeah, because oh yeah, sorry, it was like the oh, fuck, I forgot the name, but it was about the Stanford Prison, I think, about the uh, experiments of oh, I forgot the that name of it. Very creepy. But it was very like, <laughs> like it was like you know, and he was breaking it down on how it was, and I'm just like teacher professor something and next thing you know this guy comes in he's booty ass naked like flapping his dick around i'm like oh my god you were just so like resentable i i can never look at you the same way yeah yeah like it's funny because i remember working at dunkin donuts and like Sometimes I would get people that I remember from the nightclub as my customers. Oh, for real? Yeah. I forgot about that, too. Yeah, like, there would be some that would just be like, oh, my God. Oh, you look so funny. And I saw, I saw this one day. I was at, like, CVS, and I took a picture oh, of yeah, a of a private member, and I was like, yo, in their natural habitat. <laughs> she saw, said it to me, she's like, like that. it's so weird, see, because, like I said, it's, like, it's different, so you're like, yo, it's, like, Saturday night, I know what you're gonna do tonight, when I was, like, closing down Dunkin' Donuts, and, like, these people are getting coffee, so I'm like, you're getting coffee to be ready for tonight. Like... <laughs> Oh it was God. so weird. Like, and I, and I, I miss it sometimes, though. I miss working at the sex club because going from working there to Dunkin' Donuts or the call center, it's kind of boring. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not going to compare, but, you know, in the night industry, eventually you do get burned out, though. Yeah. yeah. It's just something about it. So, yeah, when I also see these people when I worked at the Dunkin' Donuts, and I'd be like, yo, Dick. Ah! Like, oh not like in a way. Okay, so people think. Okay, I mean, I've seen, I've seen a lot of, lot, a lot of different sizes, different types of penises that I've never had sex with, 
and vaginas, you know. Not I'm not a hoe, well, exo, but I've seen it's a lot of It's different seeing a penis <clears throat> that you didn't have sex yeah, with. Yeah, especially when it's like, what, but like you're familiar with five it. years old penis, like, <laughs> yo, I was talking about, like, when we said there was different ages, there was different yeah. ages. Like, there was it's... this one guy in a diaper. Yeah. And you see all kinds of people, like, sometimes you'll see girls with really, really, really older dudes. Oh, oh my god, yeah. sometimes like, we've had, like, a son and a mother. Oh, Senario. wait, I think I remember that. No, wait, like, was I there for that one? There was, I like, two was. different times with that. But um, everybody does always ask, did you see what's happening over there? And I'm just like, no, I have blinders on, okay? <laughs> I need to get in and out, okay? I got, if I have to go to the restroom, I have to go in that same long-ass line with you people, okay? Oh, the last thing I care about is wondering what everybody else is doing. Okay, I'm working here. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> yes, yeah, since she's in the front and, like, all, like, it, her, you know, she has to walk towards the back. It's just in and out. Me, uh, I like watching the people because it's interesting, you know, it's just like. Yeah, could you, well, you're not as occupied. Yeah. I feel like, well, well you like, are occupied, but I mean, like. there, I have a gap. Yeah, I have a gap to have but to But ours myself. is consistently, like, we have to Yeah, do but also on Sundays, I used to work in the back room. So that was my relaxing day because not I didn't really have to do much but walk around towards the end of the night. So, but in the back room is where all the action happens. It literally, it's like yeah. So you get to see a lot more than I do. But it's also the fact that I was raised in a house where my mother was always naked. So I just I'm so desensitized to that. And it's like when people ask, "What's the craziest thing you've seen there?" Like. Well, I don't know what your definition of crazy is. Yeah. So, for sure. like, to me, like, some of the craziest thing is not really the. Or maybe when someone broke the sex chair that was back there, that was probably the craziest thing. That was probably thing. funny. That would yeah, be I mean, funny. but other than that, like. That. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it depends on, like, you know. If you think a gangbang is crazy, then sure. Gangbangs happen all the time there. But yeah, but I've been addicted to porn for so long that even if I saw that I'd be like yeah this is just a live porno yeah that's what like, it is basically but a pri- it's like the interactive like how you can interact on um Netflix sometimes like I'd be eating breakfast yes I eat breakfast in the back room when it comes down to it while frisbee and condoms while they neither like look at this man a condom like phew what size you need phew you get a condom I was like Oprah but with condoms. Hey, you gotta hustle for them dips. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, the thing is, is, like, they know who I am. I'm the locker room girl, but sometimes the locker room girl is in the back. But I still hold my... If you need a towel, got you. If you need condoms, I got you. Lube, if we have it, I got you. You know? Yeah. We're here to... <laughs> to make sure you have a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify, um, I don't know if you ever said it was the playroom. The back room is the playroom. Oh, yeah. And that's basically where people are solely fucking. Yeah. That's strictly strictly dickly. I'm just kidding. It's yeah, just you literally fucking. have to be nude in a towel or the most yeah. lingerie. Yeah, when there's no like security cuz like we said it's we lack security sometimes. So if security's yeah. in the front. I go on patrol cuz like you can't at a certain time once the door's closed to the playroom, that means somebody's in there, you know, mm-hmm. getting their groove on. You can't go in there with no clothes. Like, it's no clothes. So I'll patrol, make sure, you know, if you... And also we divide from couples and single men. Yeah. So, and single men have a certain bracelet. So, like, if we see that bracelet on that one side, we have to kick them out to the other side. So... Or ban you if you keep being in... Oh, yeah, I think you getting complaints from, like, either customers and the security guard, and then we, they take it up to the front desk girls, and all they do is put that number, and that's on your wristband. They know Done. They know exactly who you are. And we take your IDs. We care. If something goes down, yeah, we might call the police. You never know. All in all, it was very fun working at the, the, the sex club, nightclub. I don't know. It's weird to say sex club. It's but I should club. say it loud and proud. Yes, it's I worked sex. at a sex club. A sex I watched club. people fuck, and I opened lockers for naked old men yeah. there. But it was also, you know, it, it was hard to find some, like, I going back to, like, how I wanted her to work work with me. It was very hard. That the reason why I quit was because I was, it came to a point where I wasn't making enough money. 
and it felt like because they were pocketing the tips. Yes, and you know, some people blame me for pocketing tips. I was like, listen, listen, I would not have quit. If I was pocketing tips, just saying, I would have to that, bro. Exactly, I would not have left if I was pocketing tips. You know, because if that was the case, I would have had a pocket. You'd be banking, exactly. What was the point of complaining? Like, but it's unfortunate, but it happens. So that's why I wanted her to come back there because I felt like we would have been able to straight hustle back there. Like we would have owned, owned back there. Like, and everybody likes seeing girls. So like. Oh yeah, and you had to be with dudes too. Yeah, I mean, it didn't bother me too much. Like, but except some. But of the I think dudes it affects like, your tips. Yeah, I, I mean, except like working with the one that was recently the, the one that was always drinking. Oh, the he cool was one. at least. Um, he had a good personality. He, he was good personality, and he was good looking too. That probably helped. And yeah. is that that one guy before him? That creep. Oh my god! Dude, I literally was said there. Everybody was like, "Oh, hell. do you like him?" I said, nope. "No, I think he's creepy as fuck." I don't know what's wrong with this dude. And he, and I remember, I'm not gonna drop a name. Uh, one of the managers was like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah, there's something about that guy I really don't like." And I barely got to speak with him, but I didn't he like his vibe. Ask, like, and then when you said he was a creep, I was like, "I knew it! I knew there's something wrong like, with this he guy." He would ask like personal questions, like you know, I would be open. But if I don't know you like that, and, like, we work together... No, like, he was asking you... I remember you said he asked you, like, like personal... Yeah, like, what was my... Super personal questions. Like, my sexual preference, my sex, like, you know, or, like, you know, what I like in the bed, or, like... And if that was, like, weird. the... Be- that was or the first impression. Yeah. Like, or being yeah. a swinger. Have I ever tried being a swinger before? Like, that's not your business. Like, yeah. I'm not telling people I work with my sexual... Oh, no. Like, that show will her, go all over. Yeah, because, like, like, you know, it's, like... Yeah, but some people know how to keep their mouth shut. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Some don't. And I'm just like, (laughs) even if I made the slightest comment that, like, made it seem like, oh, so that's what you're into, and he'll bring it up and move closer. It was just weird. So, like, and I knew he was pocketing tips, because one night when he he was like, yeah, because, okay, okay. you know, SDC night is, like, our Oh, shot out. Yeah, Yeah, that was his first time working there. And when you first work there, we don't tip out, because you're there still in the background. I went home, and that was when I was working with another um, co-worker who works um, as as another section, no names. Mm-hmm. And that night, like, I must have collected maybe 500 maybe more dollars. I was able to tip him out 200 Went home with three-something. How much do you usually make on those nights? They make good money. And, like, you know, it depends. It varies who you're working with, mm-hmm. let me say. And then the next SDC night that came around where, um, what's this, the guy, the guy who's... You know, he was able to work in the back mm-hmm. and get tipped out. I went home with $60 in my pocket that night. That's including the $50. On an SDC night? Oh, no. He definitely That's did That's when I was like, tell no me when, like, so I, yeah, and that, that. that month before that, I made $500. And I split it with the person that I worked with, you know, who helped me. Yeah, Because he couldn't get tipped out. Yeah. And then the SDC night that comes back again... You're telling me, and the no, house tips out fifty dollars, no fifty dollars, and you're telling me I'm going home with like fifty, sixty dollars. That doesn't what? make sense at yeah. all. So that's a, that was another red flag. So it gets very, it's you gotta be careful with some people you work with, like, it and then accusing it for me, rest of us. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then accusing me, like I would still be working their shit. Yeah, excuse my language, but yeah, no, it's it is what it is. But at least, like, um, also, so you guys know. When it comes to your belongings, if you do lose your things nine times out of ten, if we don't find it, a customer will, and they'll return it. You don't have to freak out. Mm-hmm. These people are only here to have a good time. They're not here to rob you. But, yeah, but I've been – I've had couples, hot-ass couples, ask me if I wanted to join, and I have to say it made me rethink my choices in life because I have never seen such good-looking people but so obviously, we. with the club, we have to sign waivers mm-hmm. saying that we can't fraternize with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess sign those. But there was times where I'd be just like, I'll throw the keys and be like, fuck this job. But Ew, especially, <laughs> especially when you know like what they look like behind closed doors, and you're like, oh, damn, that man. No, I didn't see them. Never do, expect though. some of these men. Maybe like, at least you expect some of the guys you think that are like, mm-hmm. are just you. Yeah, and the guys that are just it's you reversed. think are going to be like are nothing. It was a lot of older guys job. though. Like it was surprising. What a lot of older men? They're like, 
hung. Like, I'm talking about, not like the 95-year-old, 85. Like, I'm talking about guys, like, their 40s, late 40s. I, I you know. You would know. I didn't look at them. I was looking at the girls. Sorry. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Like, I know. There were some of the girls that, you know, like, use, like, fine ass, but some of them, the smell. I can't smell things like that, mm. so. Thank, it's like they have, like, that, that. that. Some of them, like, <laughs> some of them smell natural, you know, like, that natural scent Which that women normal. get off. Like, that, like, people are like, oh, well, you know, women have their natural scent. Yes. I know that. That's like, I've gotten argue with someone, like, okay. But you know when it's bad. You mean a funk. Yeah. A funk. You know <laughs> when it's bad. Like, okay, so a woman has sex. Yes, there's going to be pheromones. There's going to be different smells. Okay, yeah. that's... You could tell the difference you, from, like... You know when you need to speak with your gyno. Okay? Yeah, exactly. So if I'm walking into... Because I used to have to clean the private rooms. If I'm walking in that room and it smells more beyond the smell of sex... Oh, yeah. So, oh, some, oh man. Me and one security guard used to take freaking Lysol and just, like, <laughs> like, that's going bad, in, man. Like, <laughs> if I was those dudes and, like, once I smell that snitch, I'll be just like, oh, how bad do I want it? Do I want it this bad? <laughs> how bad? <laughs> like, unless they're so wasted that it knocks off their their sense of smell or the cocaine is, like, blocking off their scent, but... Oh, God. <laughs> and it's steamy, too, so it's, like, when you open that oh, room, it's still steamy. Nah! Like, you still feel the steam. Oh, God. Yeah. But, I like I said, I miss working there sometimes because the couples I did get close with, so... Well, there's a lot of great people in there. Yeah. My, I don't, I don't regulars. I remember when I put my two weeks in, and, like, right before I was gonna move in with her... I put, yeah, that's when I put my two weeks in, and I see her run out of the club. She's like, is everything okay? Is everything okay? I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm still going to move in, but I need, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't getting paid enough. The tips were getting low, and it's just, I needed, it. I was being overworked, I feel like. Yeah, you were. And you didn't have enough people helping you. It, it's more than a two-man job back there. And I know you had asked for help, and they were delaying it. Or maybe they just didn't find the right people. I don't know what the it excuse was, was but it's a lot for one person to handle in the back. It's insane. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. It was like epic labor work. And I and also, like I said, I just asked for a week off. Which is only a few days, because we're only really open a few yeah, days. Yeah, I just wanted time to myself to recuperate and stuff, you know? Yeah, it wasn't a lot to ask for. But once after the New Year's, I said, we'll talk. And, you know, the New Year's came around, and then I'm like... It's been two weeks. Yeah. I'm going to be like, my tips still sucked on New Year's. I could have spent with my daughter or my mom or, mm-hmm. you know, with my family. Like, Thanksgiving. Okay, I feel like I'm sidetracking. On Thanksgiving, I was not supposed to work. I was supposed to go see my daughter. And I remember. And then you mentioned that somebody and else. Somebody else said right in front of the boss, like, oh, yeah, Lonnie's going to do it. I'm like, Okay. And what sucks is that when I went but to But he was supposed there, to work that day, and he then was he supposed asked to, you to never told over. me. He asked me to take over in front of the boss. Yeah, so you can't say And, no like, it's point. very hard to impress this boss man, so of course yeah. I'm going to say yes. Because I'm a sucker. I'm just kidding. No, it's Anyways, just, it's just, trying to make and, like, I was rushing. I had, I did two Thanksgiving. I had to do two Thanksgivings. Imagine feeling in two Thanksgivings from, like, morning to the and time I had to be there. And those are aren't they? Oh. So Girl, I only made two dollars in tips and still got paid five twenty-five. That whole time, like I was rushing, I did my Thanksgiving. It was when my daughter I had to run and drop my daughter off to her grandma's because I had to rush to work. I mean, thankfully everybody else was late, even the manager to open the club. So, but it sucked. Like I, that stuff, like that, and then they don't offer double pay. What is it called? Whatever. Uh, but know. you know when you work holidays, and you're supposed to get that extra extra pay. Ha- yeah. They didn't do that. And you sign a paper saying you don't get that. So, it, the tips, they've only got $2 of tips. I sat there. I literally felt, feel, I folded every towel. We have like 600 towels. Yeah. I folded every towel. I was, I must have drew up so many pictures and I'm like, why am I here? Like, it was a big, like, that, that was, was a waste. waste of time. Huh? Yeah. So. But anyways, you know. It, it is what it is, and everything happens for a reason. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here today. You're no good. You just.